Yeah, it's don't I mean now it's a two hour difference, you know, it was a little bit easier in Chicago, you know, just kinda like, hey, you know, I'm up right now too and not doing shit, you know. I know. I was in the shower today and like I almost felt bad. I was like, dude, we need to talk more. <laughs> like I feel bad, yeah. Like these these can't be the only times we catch up because then it's just like, okay, so how do I be fine? Oh, I just wanted to catch up. I don't know what you're up to, you know. I know. I don't even have a good excuse either, dude. I barely leave the house. Oh man, how's work? Have you been working yet, or what's going on over there, See, man? The bummers are heavy right now, honestly. Oh no. Yeah. Well, Case well, closed. That's <laughs> fine. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what else has been going on just besides getting I've, situated? I mean, like I was like making breakfast this morning, and I was telling my roommate, I was talking David, who we had on the Patreon. Yeah, funny guy. I was like, dude, do you ever just feel like desensitized to life, like? You've seen Dude, it all, you know? Bro, I... It's been... It's a seasonal depression. I don't know, man. We're also getting a little bit older. We're at a weird spot in our life right now, honestly, where, you know, we are growing up a little bit more, you know? It's it's weird. We're getting to that part where, you know, it's a little bit more existential. I was just watching, like... I'm glad that we took a little while to get onto this because I finished eating it when I was eating. There's an episode of Sopranos where AJ tries killing himself, his... his dipshit son and i remember thinking about that I'm like oh, what an idiot because he tries drowning him. he puts a cinder block and ties it to his leg and then goes out to the freezing pool and puts a bag over his head <laughs> and i remember his, i remember yeah it's very funny and i was like what a dipshit and then i was watching it again and you're watching him just struggle and he gets out you know tony's like fuck's wrong with you stupid and he's like eh. and i was kind of like oh shit the entire episode my man is just like what's the point of anything he's just watching the news depressed i was like fuck dude this is like ah uh, god damn i need to not get in this mindset right yeah now. and i mean i'm definitely far from putting a bag over my head and jumping into a pool but <laughs> into a seven foot pool <laughs> yeah you know i could like bounce and survive pretty much you're just like this, but it's just like the it's like the days are just blending together and things are just like monotonous at this point like I feel like even going out and getting drinks lately, I'm just, like, there physically, but my mind is just, like, somewhere else. I have no idea. Sounds very much like that song, Hit the Switch, by Bright Eyes. You should check that song out. Oh, I, I know that one. That's her. a good one. Bro, that one, I'm sitting at a table of friends that feel nothing, nothing for them. And yeah. I remember hearing that, like, in, middle, in, like, sophomore, and I was like, whoa, bro, that's fucked up. Good songs on the playlist so far. Oh, dude, I was, like, I've lately, been going they've back. been really good. Like, I've been going on them and just listening to, like, everything. Like, you just leaving it on shuffle. It's perfect. Like, dude, like, whatever mood, there's all sorts of shit on there. Well, I think, like, we, like, well, because we started, like, the, we started the playlist in October. We did start it around fall vibes, heavy fall vibes. No, because it and- was, yeah, because it was whenever I had gotten signed for the movie in October, and that's when, um... I asked that's to make a collaborative uh, scoring playlist. Like the move, like the pl- whole playlist was just supposed to be mo- like film scores. Yeah, kind of like that, or ideas for the music video that was supposed to be for uh, Bite. You know, uh, was it Bite that the, you were supposed to do the music video for? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. We had all these cool ideas, and we were talking again. I remember that because that was like towards. Well, I think I was working again around that time, mm-hmm. and or was that? Yeah, I think so. I can't tell. Shut like. Shut down, quarantine, all this shit. It was really weird for mm-hmm. fucking mental health and everything. And, like, I don't know. I think it was really nice because I'm like, oh, man, this gives me a purpose to be somewhat artistic again or some shit. Yeah. Or and maybe, at least get and creative maybe that's kind of what's going on, too. Is like <coughs> I got to deal with my weird COVID shit in Chicago for the longest time. And then, like, I still got to bounce back and forth, like, from Chicago to Texas to go chill. And then the whole road trip aspect and i think now like it's kind of like the dust is settled and i'm just kind of like now what do i do you know <laughs> yeah you're just like well now yeah what? <laughs> you're which, there buddy yeah which leads me to our sponsor better help guys <laughs> uh, better yeah. help has had a huge surge in the recent shutdowns we've all been feeling weird uh you know yeah so i'm sorry if the if the if the ha-has are on a low on this one <laughs> But, you know, sometimes we have these episodes where no, it's just fr- it's friend I simulator. Thought, sometimes you just need that a bit, and it's just kind of good to, like, conversate. And it leads to, I think, more worthwhile conversations in the long run sometimes. Like, I found an old, <laughs> I found an old notes uh, fucking uh, thing back from, what is this? Ah, oh, damn it, since I edited it, I can't tell from how long ago it is. But it has Caleb's friend falling in ice. Shout-outs to Ashlyn. 
For some reason, I wrote down Colors Banquet and Monster Trucks. I remember Monster <laughs> Trucks. It was the day I went to go see Monster Trucks, but I don't know what I was going to talk about. Like, I saw Monster Trucks. Yeah, that was the day that we started, that we brought in Sucking on Chili Dogs. That's it. That, that's around that time. And for some reason, I have, I think I saved one of your songs onto this uh, thingy. Oh, pause that. Pause that. <laughs> By the uh, by the time this episode comes out, that single will be out. It's it, that's 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 an early version of Vacancy, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna I'm gonna play it on this. I'm gonna um, fucking towards- play. I'm, I'm gonna play this off my phone a couple of times. Wait, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, no, I, I think we're gonna listen to the uh, to the to the Vacancy joint. No, you gotta stop it. We're gonna no 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 no. <laughs> Leaked. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna listen to it on the pod. Nice. Um, cause it comes out Friday. Friday. You have days. a big, re- you have a release party for it. What, what, what are you going to do for the release party? It sounds fun. Honestly, it'll probably be like, uh, me, six of the homies. Um, yeah, we'll see. Just probably have some drinks, listen to the track once. And then I just want to jam and listen to eighties music and have an excuse to drink champagne. There you go. That sounds fun. Fuck. Yeah, dude. We need more of those. So I think it'll be good. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that after the transition, but, uh, where are we at? Hi everybody! <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome back to the Howard Stern Show. I'm here. It's Howard Stern, and I'm here with Robin. Robin, how have you been? <laughs> I'm Stern, and this is my co-host Howard. Oh, hi, it's me, Robin. Um, oh, Howard. Uh, no, I got myself a nice. I I got myself a nice cold brew right now, like sort of to bring it down to some nice ASMR today. Anyways, anyways, like, how about how about you intro us in Jesus? We, right, we haven't gotten a good Jesus intro in a while. Welcome back, guys, to While You Die. It's me, Jesus Sanchez, with my fellow co-host Caleb Slack. How are you, buddy? What's up, dude? I'm doing okay. We were talking a little bit before. Uh, the bummer summer is back for sure. I thought we were in Fungi Fall, but I'm just not there yet. Uh, we gotta wait for the weather to completely transition. I think honestly, like it's kind of like when people. Well, it's you know you, you do something when you expect it, like all right now I'm better. You're like well not yet. There's still like it's a process, you know. It's a weird process for everything. Yeah, and like I know like the seasonal thing, like hits both of us differently. But I think like dude, especially like moving here now, like it's so hard for me. Are you rubbing your leg? What are you doing? Can you hear that? Yeah, really well. <laughs> oh oh yeah, ASMR. Oh, yeah, I'm just so horny right now <laughs> thinking about how sad we are. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think it's hard be, like with like the lack of seasons in California because I think you and I both see seasons as like chapters throughout the year to where it's like well we're done with that bit now like time to move on to and do something better then when I moved out here to Texas I'm like all right cool now like that's what I would always like school like man this fucking first a season sucked let's wait for season two and get some more character development going maybe shit will go with Stacy we don't know well <laughs> uh, maybe a new friendship with Andy he might be my new best friend. But I don't know. I like California for skipping all the bad seasons, at least. It's always nice. Like, when it gets cold, it's nice. Uh, I will say it's been getting progressively hotter up there. Uh, that, that that blows ass. I hate the heat. Yeah. But. Felt up. So I had uh, my parents in town. That was cool. Oh, how was yeah, that? I, got, I saw you got to go to a fucking Cowboys game, dude. That was cool <laughs> as hell. Yeah, dude. We uh, They were here. They got here on Friday. We were both super, super tired. Uh, the next day, we went to Disneyland all day. Uh, big exhausted from that. But, I mean, Disneyland's just... Dude, I love you, Disneyland. That did place you go so see where It's a Small World? No, that was the one, that, one ride that we did not ride. I like that one. I, I legit actually do. I like the song. I like all the little people, too. I think they cut out a lot of the people in there, too, because I think some of them were kind of, like, dated depictions. Like. Yeah, we did the Jungle Cruise, and they took off, like, the shrunken heads and everything like that. Oh, what so. the fuck? That's the cool stuff. That's the spooky stuff. I know, but... Oh, well... well. Ah, that makes sense. Oh, no, well. Well. I didn't. Did anyone even watch that fucking movie that came out? With uh, The Rock? Yeah. The, it looked like Is the it most out generic- yet? It's been out, I think, dude. It's no with, one's uh, seen it. With Emily Blunt? Is that yeah, I is? love her too, but it's still it just looked like 
just the most unfun movie. It's just like the color palette was brown. Yeah, that trailer like reflects how I've been feeling lately. It's where I'm just like, <laughs> I've seen it already. I don't even need to. You need you need to watch Greek Gatsby, man. I was watching that earlier. People shit on that one, you know, because it's it's the loudest, dumbest adaptation of the great American novel. But I think that's what makes it great. Oh, I love loudest. that. You know Dude, what? I think colors, I am going to do that. I think you're right. I miss. It's a fun movie. Come on, old sport. We need to, you know, think of him, man. He was just throwing parties to press trying to get pussy that, that's a cool story that's why it's the great american story it's the common existential theme of every gentleman or every, every man's life you look so cool you always look so cool <laughs> will you still love me, love me? <laughs> lotta had a great song the soundtrack slapped i oh, remember yeah. like they're just driving around in a jalopy and i heard jay-z and i was like oh my god um, this i really miss when movies had nice cinematography like that too like not necessarily nice but it was bright and colorful I finally saw Cruella, loved it. It was great. Wasn't it so good? I was really surprised. I liked it a lot. Like I was like, you made a good movie about someone that's going to eventually murder a hundred dogs and wear a a coat out of them. But I like the background, the whole 1970s punk rock Britain. Uh, I love her like gang of thieves. Those guys were cool. Um, Dude, her I cover was, that she did was super sick. I love that part. I, I really like uh, what's his face, the androgynous David Bowie character doing uh, the Stooges. I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, really yeah. Listen- I'm listening to "I Want to Be Your Dog" on a Disney. I'm like, this is cool, man. This is how we we pill these kids into becoming cooler. But I will say, like, some of the end scenes were very just dark and not like colored at all. Like, it was just very muted. And that it's, was like, it's your gray London look, you know. I, I don't mind that, you know. I've seen that, but I'm I see that in a lot of movies now, like blockbusters, like Avengers movies, like you know, you spend all this money and it just looks like it was just kind of like on a CGA back or a CGI backlot. Mm-hmm. And versus you, st- I when I was watching Great Gatsby right now, you know, you could tell a lot of this CGI, but it was very colorful, flamboyant, like it looked fucking awesome, you know, like it, it looked beautiful. That didn't get me wrong, it didn't change my opinion on this movie, but I was just like, I, I, I miss that, dude, like a nice, you know, colorful, loud movie, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, yeah, so I told you I was thinking about being Alfredo Linguini from Ratatouille for Halloween. That's a good one. That I, or you- dude, I think I'm going to try to do a Cruella you could do ooh, you could do the like the little hair thing too. Oh you yeah, do, dude. <laughs> ooh, you could do a really cool gender flip version of that, and people would be like, "Wow, this is sick." I'm still gonna wear lipstick for sure. You need to. You have to. <laughs> damn, dude, you could be a male Emma Snow. Damn, man. If I was gay, hell yeah. You know what movie is looking really good? Is that new Wes Anderson movie? I haven't seen a trailer for it, but it has my uh, my mortal enemy Timothy Chalamet. So this is gonna be a conflict for me. Like, That's you know, I've never seen a Timothy Chalamet movie. Only one I've seen, I've seen two of them. He's not that he's a bad actor. Uh, he, he, I just, I don't know, something about his face is very punchable. But uh, yeah, the Call Me by Your Name, phenomenal film. I really love that movie. I think uh, the thing with Timothy is like he looks like a guy who's cooler than you, but he make he wants you to know that he's that kind of like that. Than you. If you've seen Lady Bird, I feel like he's like that character in real life to a T. He plays kind of like a fucking like douche bro. Like yeah, I'm in a band. All right, I had sex. All right, I'm out. Like, kind of that kind of guy. Like, mm-hmm. he he's been the kind of like white dudes that have always been like my antagonist in my life. Like, oh man, I'm gonna go talk to Brianna over here, and like, oh yeah, what's up? I'm Timothy. I just finger fucked her. Who wants to know my fingers? <laughs> I'm like, damn it, man. I just throw the flowers into the trash. The rest of the cast for the movie though looks insane. Like, you have Bill Murray. Oh, I mean, it's you have yeah, Adrian Brody, the- dude. I'm a huge yeah. Adrian Brody fan. Did you ever watch a uh, Grand Budapest Hotel? He was phenomenal in that. Yeah, dude. No, it has all the good regulars in it. Uh, Benicio oh, del Toro, that's a new yeah. one that I'm like, all right, finally, a person of color. I'm excited. Owen Wilson, William Defoe, like, dude, this place is all, like, it's all over the place. I'm looking forward oh, to no. it. Oh, no, I've it's been listening, really yeah, Fall Mood. I've been, I bought the soundtrack to uh, Life Aquatic forever ago. It was like for three bucks. So I've just been listening to like all those really nice, uh, I think it's Portuguese covers of fucking David Bowie that the guy's playing. So relaxing. Yeah. Well, speaking of soundtracks, do you want to hit us with your song? Oh yeah, shit, dude. I am. I. It took me a while. I. We were on like even the last last week when we were getting ready to try to like record, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know what song. Like, I'll have a playlist of other songs that I think might be good conversation starters. Mm-hmm. Then I'll look at it at the last minute. I'm like, it's not what I'm feeling today. That's how I was but, about my movie today. But I am feeling this one, and I think this is something that we could talk, like, we relate to. That this is really good and pretty good for like the seasonal change reminds me when i first listened to it um 
The song is Hannah Hunt by Vampire Weekend. Oh, dude, yeah. Dude. I, well, I was thinking of, like, what songs do I generally, like, this is a heart song that, like, wow. I feel in my fucking bones. You know what I'm talking about, like, just, this, like, the two uh, minutes This song in, absolutely deserves a spot, like, in the WYD archives, for sure. Like, this is something that, that I put up there with, like, uh, Dance Yourself Clean, like, that break in the middle. Oh, my God. talking about earlier too you know like chapters of our life you know he considered these first three uh a trilogy kind of actually and the first one you know a uh, first album you know with a punk and school and all this shit it's very much his youth you know yeah. the self-titled you know. is still my favorite to this day but the album with Han- hannah hunt and not like all those yeah second and then contra is the second one and that's kind of like he's kind of questioning a little bit more things and whatnot mm-hmm. and then this one i mean he has Songs about uh, religion, death, uh, you know, he's, you know, a little bit bigger themes as you get older. You start like, you're like, fuck, dude, what's going on right here? But you kind of see it as a transition from like youth to adult almost a bit. And, and the sound is like that, too, because they kind of dropped their like kind of like world Africa pop sound and kind of just kept it to a little bit more quieter um just kind of self-contained indie music like honestly it was it still had like that classic um like ivy league vampire weekend indie sound. yeah it had the but. offbeat sounds to it like uh like obvious bicycle that that sample is a reggae song actually um step to my girl that one oh, also well. uh, it's he quotes the, the, the lyric step to my girl that's from a rap album that used that from a previous grover washington song actually so you had to give uh credit to that but now then everything in it is beautiful they worked with a different producer uh rostam before he left this was his last album with the band then he left for the newest one but man i, I just love everything about the this song man especially like when you put it in you have to start it like at the two minute mark yeah so we could hear like that's when it really like cooks in right there there's a <laughs> there is like a grammar issue that just drives me crazy because i'm a dork like that but every time i always like anytime i'm singing this loud in the car um he says uh you and me, we got our own sense of time. I always scream, you and I, you and I, we got our own sense of time. <laughs> uh, no, that's like when I first, yeah, I think everyone had that when Human by fucking, um, what's, his, what's his face came out? The Killers. Are we human or are we dancer? Like, what the fuck? That, if I say that out loud, people are like, you dumbass, you can't speak? What? Sorry this is taking a while. I'm just trying to... My YouTube to MP3 is being really slow right now. No worries at all, man. I mean, also, like, the name of this album is really cool. Uh, I like the album cover, too. It's from, like, a 1968 picture of New York, and that's just smog, what you're seeing. It's it's pretty gnarly, but I really like how the vocals sound on this album. Another cool thing I read about, you know, while you're looking this up, um, he used every, like... Like painstakingly, he listened to this album like on all sorts of different like speakers, uh, even fucking iPod earbuds, professional equipment to make sure that this sounded nice regardless of whatever equipment you owned. And it really shines through because this is a really like I could describe this album with just warm. It just mm-hmm. sounds warm, honestly. I love Ezra Koenig. He is fucking awesome, man. Like, this was a pretty cool time. Everyone in the band was, like, doing separate things after Contra, and then they all kind of came back together with, like... Uh, I, I think that helped him a bit, actually. Now my man has a baby with... Uh, what's her face? God damn it, what's her name? Ann Perkins from Parks and Rec. Really? Um, yeah, dude, well, yeah. yeah uh, it's not Rashida, it's... um. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Hell yeah, there we go. Yeah, dude, no. They yeah, they have a they have a baby together. I mean, good for them. Good great couple though. Yeah, they've been they were it was kind of like uh really on the DL 
on with this. I don't know why, but I think Wikipedia, I don't know what the hell. On my lap, on my desktop, I just type to the search bar Wikipedia, and the first thing under it is public squirt. <laughs> I don't know why. That's for your other podcast. Hey, guys, we're reviewing porno today. <laughs> Sarah J., what do you think? Uh, dude, I'm stoked for these viruses I'm about to get for using a new website. You ever listen to his uh, his uh, Apple show, Time Crisis? It's pretty good. Oh, here comes the viruses. Oh, getting pop-ups. Lots of viruses. Oh, God. Oh, fuck me. Ah, Jesus Christ. Dude, these, ah, these pop-ups are getting insane. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus I can hear Christ. them. Jesus Christ. Fuck, how do I get out of here? This ah. fucking guy is ugly as shit and banging hot sluts. Okay. Yikes. Dude, we got problems in the stew today. All right. It, it looks like Troll Monster downloaded a bunch of porno that's now uh, melting our equipment. I'll edit all this out. Don't worry. Yeah, that, that's a very, yeah, you know, that's a very familiar song um, in my life. Album, too. I remember listening to this around... When did this drop? Let me look at when it came out again. came out around definitely like, let's see. Release May 14th. That's not right. What year was that? 2013. Wow. Dude, 2013 was just a banging year for me. Yeah, that's right, Especially actually. For the indie kids. It came out, and I remember working at Plato's Closet, and I heard, like, uh,. Step and Unbelievers a lot on, on Alt Nation. Unbelievers. That was the one that had like a controversial video dun, or something dun, like that. Dun, or like dun. there were like like religious tones of like I can't remember all the old lyrics for it, but yeah, there was something about that. What was it? I mean, they talk a lot like that one, Yahe, they're all about like, you know, wondering about God and stuff like that, if he's a believer, if he's not, mm -hmm. the implications and possibilities of faith. Uh yeah, you know, shit that you think about when you get older. Some old man stuff. Yeah, that's what. Not it's right like. now. No, we're getting older. Also, this man was 28 when he dropped this fucking album. Jesus Christ. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> uh, not me, man. I'm 26. I'm like the fuck. He was 22 for the first album. Jesus Christ. Damn. What a what a cool life. This guy rules, man. I love Ezra Kane. How do you say his fucking last name? Koenig. I say Koenig. Well, I I watched one of his interviews and they. I think he said Koenig. Or at least the interviewer didn't, Ezra didn't correct him, so I'm assuming it's that. You know what, dude? That song just put me in a much better mood. There you go, buddy. Hell yeah. That's I hope it does it. that for everybody. Everyone needs this right now. Just sit back, enjoy the tune, and, you know, fuck it, man. If there's no future, there's no... Yeah. The next time you're, like, in your room alone or driving a car for our listeners, just put this song on. It's so It's nice. short. It's four minutes. Uh, be patient for the first minute. Enjoy the, the setting, the, the songwriting. That's another thing, too. The songwriting got really good for this album. Like, oh, a true. lot more mature. Even, like, lyricism, like, everything. Lyricism. Not that the other ones. I mean, I love Orchata, but this is a way more, you know, emo emotionally rewarding song <laughs> than drinking Orchata. You know, I love that shit, but. Vampire's always just done this, like, it's so weird how you can, like, just, like, relate, like, a certain time to, like, whenever, like, where are you at, like, whenever you were hearing one of their songs? Oh, every single, like, sense? they've been, they've made a bit, uh, er my life's been kind of like that, yeah, like, I remember, like, when I was a wee lad and I first heard, like, A-Punk on Step Brothers, I'm like, this is the greatest song in the world, and then, like, listening to that album, self-titled, and then, you know, I remember Contra was already kind of deep into like, oh yeah, I'm kind of an indie guy, but I listen to everything, even though I was like fucking listening to metal and shit. And I was I, like, that makes me unique. I was a sophomore in high school, and like me and this buddy were obsessed with like the song whenever it came out, and we were like, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to get some horchata now. And he was like, he was like, let's go get it. So we went, we walked to Smith's. It's in like the middle of a snowstorm. And we didn't have any cups, so we bought, like, these dollar sippy cups, filled them with horchata. We met up with some other friends, and, like, where my high school was, there was, like, this huge hill where it's, like, this um, 
my Farmington people will know, but there's a golf course across <laughs> the street, but there's like the, a road in between the football field and the golf course, but it's like this overlook thing. And we were just pegging cars with snowballs, like drinking sounds horchata out of sippy cups, listening to horchata. This is a great that time. Sounds like a, yeah, that sounds like a fucking John Hughes movie. <laughs> yep, those were the best days of my life. I can't see you. <laughs> the Boys of the Summer, starring Caleb Slack. Dude, incredible pick, honestly. Like, wow, Thank you. that one totally deserves a spot. I'm glad because I didn't think that kind of was just like a last minute thing. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. This is a perfect. Like, I was like, you know, I was trying to think, like, oh, what's a song that no one knows? I'm like, you know what? Let's bring it back to something that everyone should know. And I remember, like, when I first heard this song, uh, oh, what the hell? Did you just take a piss? No, I just poured up some coffee. Nice. Oh. A little ASMR yeah. for you. You just get up and like, yeah, I'm just pissing in my room right now. I, I just pissed on the floor. <laughs> I just like that warm pissy feeling in between my legs. <laughs> this floor's seen worse. Um, no, but I remember like Hannah Hunt was at a time when I was uh, moving from Midland to El Paso. And I was such a weird like up in the air feeling like I was like, oh shit, what, where am I going? What's going on right now? Uh, I remember feeling pretty alone for a bit. I had no friends up there. I was just driving around aimlessly, trying to get a job, not doing shit. But listening to a song like this was a nice kind of warm hug that kind of was like, ah, you know. Yeah, I was a I was a junior at Midland High whenever I had first heard that song. And dude, I like I can still remember like the first time hearing it and everything it was so good. I think the when I bought the I bought this actually. I was working and I was like, you know what? No more torrenting for me. I'm gonna buy this, and I wasted I wasted like four hundred dollars just buying individual songs. So dumb. I'm glad we we're on the streaming model now. That look back that that made no fucking sense. Like I'll just buy it. Like, I'm curious, God. like how the artist payout was like back whenever you were buying songs for it. And like that was, was a, if it was a huge pop song, it was like two dollars for the single. It, yeah, that was what what got me. I remember like download "Do What You Want" by Lady Gaga, and that cost me a little bit more because that was a big single. <laughs> With R. Kelly, who is in the news under some heat, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, <laughs> dude, the trash is getting taken out, dude. Oh, it's funny, like, dude, I don't even like the news doesn't even surprise me anymore. Like, I woke up today, like, okay, yeah, like, awesome, yeah, he's going to jail. Then, like. Bill Cosby is facing some criticism for uh, questioning the verk. I'm like, oh, man, who's writing this arc, dude? This arc sucks. It's so predictable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was still shocked when, when Cosby got out, too. I was like, no way, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that is some wild shit. And the guy's just coming out. Mr. Cosby, what do you have to say? <laughs> no, he literally was. I think it was before he was going. Like, there, you can look it up. It's an actual. I thought someone fucked you know, made a meme or something like that, but that man said that, like, on his way to fucking trial or his way out. <laughs> I think he's just a demented old man, dude. dude Not he, that I'm... He, he's out of his fucking mind, dude. He is. They, they all are. Well, fucking R. Kelly's life was not not defending any of this shit, but like I think the guy got like molested by like some of his aunties growing up, and I think that kind of like uh, it, weird shit because like that guy. <laughs> you remember when he dropped that twenty three minute song? I admit it when some of the allegations started coming up again, and it was I, you got to look it up, but it's like I admit it, and he's like going off like on all sorts of shit that's not asked about. I admit it, I didn't know how to read the teleprompters at the Grammys. I admit it, it's fucking yeah. <laughs> I know no, he's that's an actual. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, I admit it, I didn't know she was 14. I admit it, I don't know the difference. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Stop incriminating yourself. You uh, you ready for this movie? Oh, yeah, shit. What movie you got, bud? So, uh, now that, like, it's been spooky season and, like, everyone in the house is big horror fans, like, it's been, like, a scary movie pretty much every night. And, um... David, Killer we, clowns from outer space. My roommate David, who we had on the last Patreon episode, uh, he grew up really, really religious, and pretty much all the horror movies have seen have been the ones that I've shown him. Like that's how far removed he is from this. Oh, dude! I so got okay. Was, like, After you I'm talk about this, crazy on it. I got a I got a couple recommendations you should try to find and send yeah. send him. <laughs> um, I really didn't know what movie I was coming to the table with today, but um, dude, I showed David the first Paranormal Activity. That's oh, that's a today. solid fucking movie, dude. I love that movie. Hi, deaf camera on my girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Windows are locked. Doors are locked. The 
Footsteps out. Oh god. Oh my god. If you do try to play games with it, that's inviting it in. I kind of forgot how terrifying it really is. Well, because it's patient. It's very patient. Like, you don't see, like, the shit you see in the beginning is just, like, up to our belief, and you see, like, a door, like, just by, like, the pacing of it, you're like, oh shit, that door slamming after not seeing 20 minutes of shit is, like, whoa, super fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Also, the ending's scary as shit. Oh, the ending's absolutely terrifying. Have you seen all the director's those, cut ending? I haven't, but what, um, I, all those movies have really scary endings. What mm -hmm. was, I think it was the third one where, like, he went to the backyard, the husband's like, where are my daughters? Where's my wife? And then just, like, it's a cult of fucking old lady witches just surrounding oh, that, him. That's in one of the sequels. Yeah, yeah. That that's I think the third one, but that one always terrified me. That like stuck with me. I felt very claustrophobic watching yeah, that. So we watched all of them last week, and oh, uh, dude, hell yeah, those are good movies. But there's something about the first one that just like it's it's one of those movies, and you know it's a really terrifying movie or just a good spooky movie if you're done watching it and you think about it when you're alone in your house like that's I'll, how you know like they did their job right i'll never forget because this it was the second one that had like the room they were recording in the structure to that house because it was two-story it was like mine when i first watched it mm -hmm. and i lived out in the country and i remember just being like oh no like the entire time but i remember yeah we were supposed to go watch uh zombie land and we we're sitting there in the previews waiting for it we're like you know, America, uh, Paranormal Activity is about to start out. We could just uh, go to that one. We did. And I remember, like, leaving. And, like, the entire night, that movie was, like, burned in my fucking head. Mm -hmm. No, and, like, this movie came out uh, 2007. So, and, I mean, everyone knows of Paranormal Activity right now. But the basic IMDb description is, after moving into a suburban home, a couple becomes increasingly disturbed by a nightly demonic presence. And the narrative goes so much deeper uh, the more you watch the sequels and everything. But basically, the um, I, I don't know even know if he's the husband or just like the dude, but it's a couple. The dude and the couple, he wants to set up all like these night cameras and watch everything. But like you were saying, Jesus, it's really slow paced to where it's like, and it shows each time like the occurrences happen, like night number one, and then it'll show the date and then the time in the corner. But around three o'clock in the morning, you always see just a small thing happened, and then it just increasingly, increasingly gets horrible. I, I remember I, I had a flip camera around that time, and I remember like, what if I just recorded myself sleeping one time? And I was like, nah, fuck that. I don't need to see a ghost teabagging my fucking face while I'm asleep. Like, I could I could live without not knowing that. One of the scariest things that, like, I remember from this movie is the sleepwalking. Like, where she, like, it's not even oh, where she... Oh, she just stand up and just stare at her fucking husband and then just go just back. Just three hours, just stare That's, at That's... I would always think about shit like that. Like, I would be more afraid if it, it just cut to, like, someone in my family walking into my room and just staying there. Like, that's scary as shit. Like, imagine your brother just standing over your bed. Yeah, like, that's fucking scary as fuck. Like, stuff like that, you know? You don't have to see someone's head explode or a jump scare or just... A little bit of what you can't explain, dude, and that's, you know, that's a universal fear for everybody. Yeah, and it's, like, this whole POV thing, too, that, I mean, like, Blair, like, was, Blair Witch was, like, the, like, the... The godfather. Yeah, the it, godfather but, you know, one that started all of that, but, like, this one was you, really good because you get yeah. the taste of stationary and the first one. That's what I liked about it, yeah, um, and they'd open it up for a couple, you know, obviously not everyone that did that style uh, did it good, but what was the other one? There was another one, Quarantine or something like that, remember, where, uh... It was like a film crew. They're being filmed, and they're like, "We're gonna go follow these uh, fire the, players." Was this and the see. alien thing? No, this one was. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a film crew. They're following like a, a firefighters group go into like this uh, condemned building. They're following like I don't know. They're like, "We have a weird call," and all of a sudden, like they open the door to like one of the tenants. Like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" She's like this sick, dying lady, and like throwing up. There was like a disease going around. I forgot what it was, but it's fucking bonkers. I remember that movie being crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, like they started off with like uh, I want to say it was like fifteen thousand dollars for a budget, and ended up walking away with like. Uh, let me look it up. A hundred and ninety-three yeah, million. It's a super successful. Well, it goes to show, like, you don't need three hundred million dollars to make a good movie. Um, 
And that's a good example over there. And the sequels were really good and good examples of like doing something new for a good scare and mm-hmm. still kind of staying true to like its quietness. Because I think it was the third one where like the dad rigged up a camera to like uh, a fan. Like, d- uh, the fan yeah, and like, like oh my fan. god, dude. Yeah, like one that just went side to side and like man, that opened up like. You're like, oh shit, Sony's behind. Like that that movie, that was a really interesting thing that I liked. Um, and I think one of the newer ones, they use uh, an Xbox Connect, and like a thing you do at night is it kind of like shows. Yeah, like, that's. All, the, I don't know. I, th- I want to say that's the fourth one. That's the fourth one with the little the chubby kid trying to get laid. He's like, God damn, I'm getting cockblocked. <laughs> that one was probably the worst one, but it was still pretty funny and good. Yeah, I really like the one with the Latino dude, the marked ones. The where marked he does, ones, like, marked one is pretty good. I mean, I hate the part where he like discovers his powers and he and he does like a 50-50 grind all the way down his apartment like stairs oh the, i dug the, that man i was like oh well, i liked it. it it's very silly but i liked it for the latina representation oh and, yeah like, same it, that's something that you never really see like the santeria that kind of side mm-hmm. like showing up in that because it freaked me out because i'm like oh shit this is kind of even like the lo- this, like the location this, this was hap- really good yeah like, this happened to my buddy carlos once uh <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, also just like anyone's abuelita, like, can be kind of scary a little bit. Well, growing up, there's always stories of like, oh yeah, we saw the devil. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why was that a casual story I got told when I was like five? Like, shit like that. Like, I and don't it's know. always like the Hispanic families too. They're like, we don't know. And it's like, and you're just good with that? Yep, we don't know. Well, it's like okay, like they won't like they'll be like. Yep, I definitely saw that deer's eyes turn red. Gonna turn around versus like white people be like, "Let's go investigate this." Oh God, I'm dead. You know, that's like you know that that was yeah. Have you, have you ever played with an Ouija board? No, I, I joked about it one time in front of my mom, and she got like really really fucking mad yeah. and like no, and like I was like, okay, shit, I never will. <laughs> I'm still open to it, but I don't know. I think you always open some you always open some shit up that you never want to open. Dude, my first time using one was pretty weird. It was pretty pretty weird. It was, uh, I mean, how how we doing, it, Jamie? We got time for the story. <laughs> it called me gay, like G. Why? Uh, hey. It was uh, so. It was Hallow's Eve, like when I was I was a freshman in college at the University of New Mexico. Jamie, cue up scary sounds in the background <laughs> of this story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, troll monsters here now. Troll man, troll monsters up. Cool. Um. So, freshman year, University of New Mexico. It was Hallow's Eve, and like. I want to say it was on a Friday and like the whole group that like lived in the dorms, um, we all knew that we were probably going to go out to a party on Saturday. So we were like, let's do something like actually like freaky tonight and then we'll have fun tomorrow. That way we get the full Halloween experience. And uh, someone was like, yo, we should play a Ouija board in here because this is the oldest dorm that we have. Like, like it was a, I want to say it was a miners, like an old miners hospital back in like the late 1800s and then eventually whenever the school came into play like they renovated into like these dorm rooms that have just always been around here and um we were like okay well we don't want to go buy an ouija board like can we make one so we start doing all this research and find out that it typically works better if you make your own and i had my friend sarah who had gotten like this I was going to say when you go buy one it's like it says hasbro under it like are yeah. they just like and they the, have yeah. like like, it's just the devil making these. <laughs> also, whose bright idea at Hasbro was like, let's start making a Ouija boards. Ooh, man, I got to send you this list later. I just found extreme cinema, top 25 most disturbing films of all time. <laughs> but anyway, so we, uh, so my friend Sarah gets this big box for a care package, and she cut out the bottom of it, and then we had one, our other friend, her name is Tori. She she was a graphic designer. That's what she was going to school for. And she drew out like this beautiful board for this thing. So uh, we ended up using a shot glass for the viewfinder. And the other person playing was my best buddy at the time. His name was Paulo. And Paulo was like, this shit's not real. Like, he's sitting there, like, asking the board, like, am I going to get laid tomorrow? Like, how? Yeah, there's always that guy that has to joke about it to make it a little bit better. That'd be me, too. Like, hey, does my fart stink? Ha <laughs> ha. Dude, he was oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was spooky. Fall- Did you just fall out of your chair? <laughs> no, that was spooky. This thing just fell off my desk as soon as I said that. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, All so right, continue. 
We're asking the questions, and it takes a while. Tori's the one writing everything down. Uh, me, Paulo, and Sarah have our hands on it, and we're saying, is anybody there? Is anybody there? Nothing. And then someone asks, did you die in here? And our hands start floating to yes on top of the shot glass, and we're like, okay, who's doing it? You know, like the, <laughs> the typical thing. And it goes, yes. And it was like, what? someone said, um, what floor did you die on? And it moves around twice around the whole board and then goes to three. There's four levels in this storm. Or maybe there were three. I don't know. But anyways, it was like the third, how did you die in here? R-A-T-S, rats. And it was like, did you die, like, did, did you die from a disease from rats? Straight to yes. So then we're like, okay. So then that's when Paulo starts doing his shit again. Where he's like, is someone going to suck me off tomorrow or what's the deal with that? And like, we're like, dude, you can't be doing this. He was like, I just want to know if I'm going to get topped off or what? <laughs> so Fuck yeah, Paulo. All of our hands are, all of our hands are off of like, also, is he glass. a minority? He's going to be the first to die in the story. Uh, he's, he's Spaniard. So oh he's really like a very pale Spaniard. He has the odds going against him already. <laughs> he lives in Seattle now. He's okay. Um, oh boy. If you say so. <laughs> so as we're going back and forth, like through this whole shit, um, I'm like, Paula, you can't do that, dude. Like, it, uh, like it's gonna, like, you just can't. Like, that's the rules. So as we're arguing back and forth, we see the shot glass just go straight to goodbye. None of us touched it. The four of us saw it. Freaked the fuck out. So that's very terrifying. So we left the board like down in like the common room area, and all of us were like, "Okay, we're gonna go to bed." And at this point, like, um, so we all go upstairs. I'm laying in bed. My roommate's in there listening to classical music in his earbuds, which makes everything even more terrifying. And I lived I in like say. the traditional dorms where it's like you slept pretty close to each other on those little high top study beds. Um. But I kept feeling, like, my bed, like, kind of, like, tilting back and forth, but really slow. And I was, like, like, it's almost like whenever you got the spins whenever you're drunk, but it was only, like, forwards and backwards from the bed. And I was, like, dude, what the hell? And I was smoking at this time, so I was, like, fuck this. I'm going to go downstairs and have a cigarette outside. So I sit down at the bench, and I see Paulo and Sarah down there, too. And I go, oh, you guys didn't go to bed? And they were, like, no, dude. We just... I don't know, like, Sarah had weird stuff happen in her room, and I, like, I kept hearing, I don't even know, and I was like, what do you mean? Sarah was like, my bed was shaking, like, it was going back and forth, like, front to back, and I go, what? And Paulo's like, I kept, he's like, I was getting mad at my roommate, because I thought he kept whispering at me, because he knew that we were playing, but he, he's like, he's completely asleep, and I kept hearing someone whisper to me. Dude, so, that's terrifying. So we took Shit. the board, like, to, to, like, this, like, loading dock where, like, they take trash out and everything, and we burned it in that corner, but the whole board burned around the words goodbye. Really? And that was the, yeah, that was the first time that I had ever played it, and it was just... <laughs> so after that, I did it again with my buddies. <laughs> Me yeah. and the air fu <laughs> Dude, that is... That is terrifying. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, we can move on to transition now. Just that's my that's my first Ouija board story, and we'll get more spooky stories going on throughout the season too. But <laughs> I've been working on a, uh, a autumn playlist, like of just like good autumn songs. I've been adding to my pumpkin patch playlist again. Is that your autumn playlist? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's, you know, like, good stuff on there right now. You know, obviously, you know, you throw in your brand new on there. Um, some of my morning jackets on there right now, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. What's a song that you think of automatically makes you think of uh, fall? Um, I watch the con. I mean, that makes me think of fall right away. Yeah, like, you know. Oh, um, Little Red Riding Hood. Hey there, little red run. Dude, like, I heard that at McCall's Pumpkin Patch in New Mexico, like, my first time there. <laughs> McCall's Pumpkin Patch. Dude, Come get finger banged and get spooky. If I die and become a ghost, I hope to God I go there. Because that place is so tight. 
Dude, you Every, apples out of canyons? They have flights be, of apple cider? Yeah, like most likely, like if we're ghosts, we're going to be boring ghosts, just like kind of texting in a corner of like a room, just kind of like on social media. <laughs> like, you're just going to be on our phone still, like, damn, that's didn't, crazy. Didn't we talk about this on one episode where it was, we were talking about modern ghosts, and it was like you just hear like the crackle of a jewel come from like a corner? <laughs> that's right. No wonder that's so funny. <laughs> Shit, we did talk about that. Oh, uh, man. Now I was thinking, you know that one song by, uh, what was it? What's it called? Wolfman? No, it's not Wolfman. Is it in Spanish? No. You're a wolf, boy, get out of this town. You're, You're a wolf, wolf by Seawolf. Old Gypsy Woman to spoke to me. Lips stayed red from, from a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. That, 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 that song, is a good one. That song always reminds like, man, I just think of, like, I don't know, like, just walking around kind of villagey areas. Yeah. It, it just, it very hits like that. And also, I think there's, a, I don't know, it's probably atmospheric. There's, like, rain and shit all over it. Yeah, it's also just, like, 70s and 80s music that, like, for some reason puts me in that mood, especially 80s. But I was watching... Um, oh, yeah, like, every, like every Smith's album is, like, a fall album, you know? Yeah, uh, we just watched The, uh, the Conjuring 2 uh, creation creation of annabelle or something like that great movie for being two hours long but they play this song in there who's that the zombies uh the hollies oh the hollies that's a bus stop isn't it yeah yeah it's a good song yes yeah, that, that's okay yeah but there's something that just feels like halloween Yeah, but like songs uh, like those for, and that came out in '66. I want to say, there's a lot of movies that use like that that make it like uh, you're seeing the Zodiac movie. It starts off with uh, "Hurdy Gurdy Man" by uh, yeah. Donovan. Love that song. That's a great movie no, too. No, there's I need to watch it. That's a good fall spooky. That one movie. is like, that one is long, long though. It's really worth it though. Like that, like I just remember you remember that scene where he's going to the basement. And that guy's like, go in there. And he's oh, like, uh, yeah. no thanks, I'm out of here. No thanks, I think I'm going to get going now. Yeah, he's like, uh, wow, California houses don't really have basements. And he's just like, mm. <laughs> that movie is fucking creepy. Dude, I love that, that movie. That really good. Uh, Dude, I had a very Larry David moment over this weekend. I, I, for, sorry if I didn't like wanted, I didn't want to interrupt you for about to say something right there. But No, go for it. Let's hear about this. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> well, I didn't do anything because I'm not Larry David, but... Like, this fucking dude at work, uh, over at the brewery, it was really, like, it's a nice dude, man. I love the guy, but he, uh, it's kind of odd sometimes, you know, we all are, but anyways, I was talking to him for a bit, cool, got a little busy, started talking to some other regulars. The dude just pulls his phone out and just starts fucking playing music off of his phone at full volume, just sitting there while I'm trying to, like, there's music going on and I can't really hear or talk to people, because, like... Yeah, it, it's fucking weird. Like, some of my friends showed up, and, I, like, I was trying to talk to them, and this guy's just, like, playing music. Like, it's, like, the worst version of, like, a fucking boombox you're walking around with, you know? Like, this, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And, like, I That's would, like... That's one of my biggest, like, social pet peeves, is people just playing their phone out loud. I mean, either you're scrolling through TikToks, or, like, the... Just the creatures that can have a phone call on speakerphone in a public place. Like That's nuts to me. Um, that, I mean, I guess if you're, like, on Instagram and you see something, but, you know, once you, you, everyone can hear it, you lower it down, you're like, oh, shit, I don't want everyone hearing this, I think, you know? Yeah. And also, you don't get to hear it that well, but, yeah, this fucking guy was just playing, like, corn, and, like, hey, I was like, you know, it's an iPad that we have our music on, and I was, like, changing stuff, and he was, like, right in front of it, you got any corn on there? And I was like, yeah, we, it's Spotify, it has everything, I'm not gonna play that, though. <laughs> Oh man, and I feel bad because I like I was like, man, he was like a repellent. Like I just wanted to avoid him. I was like, I one, I can't even hear you. I, I don't know how to tell him that. Like, what? I shouldn't have to tell someone that. You know, it's weird. You know, that shit makes know. your bones hurt. It's just like, how far removed are you right now? That like, no, you're just, I was do, just outdoing this. Yes, you know, like, are we as a society just so nice that like we just kind of like, eh, fuck it, let him do this. Like, if he, like, no, man, no, but nobody's gonna say, hey, guy, turn it down. 
Yeah, because I, I don't want to seem rude, but like, I, you know, I guess it isn't rude. I don't know. I just like, if the guy was sitting there whacking it, we'd all be like, hey, dude, stop it. Put your <laughs> cock away. But since he's just fucking doing this psychologically, it's almost it's okay. the same thing. <laughs> it is. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's fucking, it's mind torture. It's yeah. some CIA psyop shit. But I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, lock him up. How, how often has this guy done this in fucking life that he's like, oh, I get away with this. This is fine. No one's going to say anything. Like, do you just go to, like, any other place? You go to the Starbucks. It's kind of quiet there. And you're just like, all right, time to listen to music right now. No. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Stop it. Quit it. <laughs> how, That's right. what this how guy, about, how he about, somehow had about, the honey wire leak. Uh, how, about, how about we just, uh, I mean, it'll be out by the time this comes out, because this is... Uh, Let's see, because this will be coming out on Monday for our non-patrons. Boo. Just kidding. We need, yeah, I feel bad. We need to do a Patreon episode here this week sometime. Yeah, we, we could do, do that tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, this episode will come out on the 4th, and the song comes out on the 1st. Should we, so this is, should this we, is should good we pr- promo. It? Yeah, let's throw it on, man. Good promo for it. Okay. That's a very tight sounding song. I think your vocals sound the clearest they've had in a long time. And I think it's good. It's not, I like when your vocals sound like that. I like it when it sounds a little bit more lo-fi too, but I like this song. I think it sounds very clean. Are you going to be dropping a EP or an album with this or just like a random single? This will just be a single. The last single that came out was Alchemy in 2019. Oh, yeah. So I haven't released Love just Alchemy. a single in a while, but. Uh, this is good. This is, yeah, for especially for the, the season change right now. I like it, man. Yeah, it's good, and like I mean, with our with our Wall You Died fam, like with our limited people, like dude, I would love to talk about like the backstory behind it because I feel like I mean I think you know it, but I mean for other people, that's probably the last thing they're thinking about. Because uh, like, you know, it's like I'll be like hanging out with people, and they'll be like, "Oh, who'd you write this song about? Who'd you write that song about?" It's like typically it doesn't work like that. Like I like to write like from a third person perspective. And you and I just being, like, film and movie nerds, like, sometimes I'll watch a movie and be like, oh, I feel like that could have, like, its own, like, great song. Like, I like 80s films that, like, when the artist, like, would make a song just for the movie, like, Danger Zone, for example. Not that this yeah. is anything close to that, but... No, I was just thinking about that, because I was watching uh, Manhunter, another good spooky movie. Uh, it's uh, the first Hannibal Lecter movie. Uh, it has Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter. Honestly, he did a better job, in my opinion. I love Anthony Hopkins. Silence of the Lambs is a good movie, but <laughs> this movie was bonkers. But there's a scene where, like, there's a song that's specifically made for the movie, and it's cool because the song uses, like, the beginning of, like, the theme for it. Like, there's this, like, cool little fucking... I don't know. There's, like, a... It samples it a bit, and you think it's part of the theme, and all of a sudden it just cuts into this rock song while this guy's just hanging out in a van. It's a yeah. good, I like shit like that. <laughs> Uh, but I was so I like sometimes I like to have like my TV going on in the background with like some kind of visual and then like I'll be you know making music on my laptop but I've, I had like just like it was like it looked like a little rainy street scene behind me um, and then that video ended and it auto played um, like a most factual like simulation of the Titanic sinking and, like, it would come up with, like, timestamps of what happened at this time, what happened at that time. And I stopped working for two and a half hours and just watched this boat sink, like, totally mesmerized. And I've, like, I've always been, like, a big shipwreck, like, deep sea, like, weirdo to where, like, I think that stuff is fascinating. Especially just the ocean is fucking terrifying. But um, after watching the boat sink, I was, like... There's no way I would have been, like, a first-class passenger. And, like, whenever you think about how many people died in that, it was like, oh, I probably would have been left, like, on the boat for sure. 
So then I wanted to write it from like a perspective to where it was like, okay, say it was me and my girl and we were in third class and everyone else that had gotten lifeboats is already out there panicking, getting on them. I was like, I think I would just try to make the most out of that time with that person while the ship is sinking. Like, hence the lyrics, why it's like, we should pour a bit of champagne. Um, yeah. I, listen to, I mean, now if you listen to the lyrics again, like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I could see it. I could hear it now. Oh, yeah, definitely. And after you, I, I remember you going through your deep uh, tech tan. I remember when you were, that was during quarantine, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Just, I started writing this in March, I think. Around that time. That makes sense, actually. Right around the time we started doing the pod, and we are talking about Titanic yeah. around that time when you bought your... Did you get a new Titanic hat yet, by the way? <laughs> I did, yeah. Nice. <laughs> You're like, immediately. Dude, I bought a... Uh, dude, oh, it's kind of stupid because it's still fucking 98 out here, but I bought myself a nice Matrix hoodie. I'm excited to be able to bust that out when it gets a little bit colder oh, out here. Tight. Is it a zip-up or a pullover? Yeah, it's a pullover, but Hell it's cool because yeah. like it's black and it just has like the code going all around, oh, like the sleeves and bottom. Yeah, it's really cool. I- I'm excited to finally bust that out. But yeah, that's the song. By the time you hear this, uh, it's available on wherever you stream. Um, yeah, I hope you guys like it and throw it please on a, like please just throw it on a playlist somewhere. Like you'd be so surprised how much it helps. It's super weird, like with Discovery For- Weekly and everything. Dude, that's awesome, actually. I always try to throw some of your stuff on. Uh, I, I always like having at least one of your songs on all my playlists. Or I try to, at least. Thanks, man. Um, I want to play a little game with you. Okay. How oh, God. I- is this Saw? It's like spooky season. All of a sudden, what the hell? Why is my arm? Oh, God. What's this bear trap doing near my nuts? <laughs> Are you ready for a little game? For someone that likes masturbating all day. What? Who's, what the hell, man? Get out of here. Who told you that? I can't remember if I played this with you or not, so it's going to suck if I have to cut this part out. Um, it's the it's the color animal and body of water thing. Did I already do this with you? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, if we did, we might, we, we might have done it in a drunken Patreon, and I don't remember. Well, then it's going to be even funnier if uh, <laughs> if we have, and then people will just forget about it. They're just doing this again? Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't listen to this shit. No. I'll just do a little bit. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Yeah. Sick. And listeners, feel free to play this game with your friends. It's, it's funny. All right, Jesus. I need your favorite color and three reasons why. My favorite color and three reasons why. Uh, purple. It's trill, loyal, and... Um, the color of Barney. I used to like Barney a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> like it's sim- it reminds you of Barney. Yeah, always subconsciously, and it's funny because as a Green Bay Packers fan, you know Minnesota Vikings purple, mortal enemy. Also, their their shits purple and yellow. Same with Midland High, atrocious color scheme. I am sorry, but it's funny because I love purple. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, second, I need your favorite animal and three reasons why. Uh, let's see. It's always changing, but I think currently right now, uh, bear, uh, they sleep all day or they sleep for an entire season. It's fucking awesome. Uh, two, uh, they eat salmon. I like salmon a lot. (laughs) Uh, three, uh, they seem friendly. I don't know. I know they're not, but you know, Winnie the Pooh, Yogi Bear, they just seem kind of like, oh, hello. Dude, they you, seem like the you, Homer Simpson. You saw that I just watched Christopher Robin again? That too, yeah. I saw that you posted, like, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I never saw the movie. Was that pretty good? Your ladder is broken. It's so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, see, like that, just like, oh, I can't be mad at you, Winnie. Like, oh, shit, dude. Does she have a briefcase, Christopher? All right, last off, I need your favorite body of water. And three reasons why. This could be a lake, a creek, ocean. Uh, I like creeks. Uh, they're quieter. Uh, you can't drown in them for the most part. And they're usually... I don't know. I, they make me feel artistic and brooding and artistic and doomer and... Yeah, I don't know. So you can't drown in them? Like like they're safe? Yeah. Yeah. Like, typically, creeks. Like, I think of creeks, I think of, like, a little kind of, like, not, like, it will dry, like, you know, it's, like, probably outside of a mountain, like, you're next to, like, a cabin, there's some water going, it's probably just, like, uh, runoff from when the snow melts, but it's always kind of constantly going, shit like that. Okay, we have all your results. Oh, God. (laughs) Can I speak to the family for a second? (laughs) (laughs) 
so I I think I remember this. I think we've done this before. I, I really think we have, and that's so and bad that we can't. If remember we, it. I think we did this on a Patreon, so this is okay. Everyone, yeah, get on the Patreon, so we'll do more funner shit like this on there. I think we did play this on the Patreon. Oh my god, dude! The fact that we forgot about it this quick—if we did—is really well, sad. Either way, I mean, fuck—it's been a long year, man. Shit. So, you know. so here's how it works. Basically, your favorite color describes how you view yourself. And you chose purple, and you see yourself trill, loyal, and reminds you of Barney. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Your Barney's fa- cool. Your favorite animal, you chose a bear, is supposedly your ideal partner. And you said, sleeps a lot, eats salmon, and is friendly. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of my... Okay, cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, your favorite body of water, you chose creek is supposedly your sex style and you said safe <laughs> hey <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> i did say i mean hey man i want to practice safe sex there's a reason i don't have any kids right now that i don't know of uh, i've been scd free all my life you, you said, know you said safe artistic and calming yeah, <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing you some fucking brand. Yeah, no, I take my my sex playlist a little bit serious. You know, I'll put, make sure there's like good shit on there. Like I'm like, oh fuck. Like there have been times like I'm having sex and like I'll have like a, a playlist that I have on, and I like one song will always come on, and I'm like, oh fuck, can I? Oh, I need to skip that. Oh well, too too late. I'm I'm knee deep. And what else did I say? Uh, Artistic and brooding. You said, yeah, brooding was definitely in there, but I, I wrote down uh, calming. I was like, brooding, like, I just have to have sex, like, I'm the crow. I just have to have, like, makeup on and all this shit. <laughs> no one understands my pain. Please suck my balls. Safe, artistic, and calming. I'll tell you my results. Uh, so my favorite color, how I view myself, I said black. I said goes with everything. I love stormy weather. I enjoy nighttime. Uh, favorite animal slash ideal partner was expressive, loving, goofy. Uh, what was your favorite animal? A dog. Expressive, loving, goofy. I can see it. That makes a little bit more sense. And then uh, my sex style body of water was a lake. I said steady, calm, and changes with the weather. So it's just your boys out here having calm sex. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, oh, it's rainy out there. I think I'm not going to move. <laughs> changes with the weather. I was like, what the Okay, fuck so is like that if it's mean? hot. Yeah, what the, like, if it's hot, I'm going to be, like, fucking running, like, fucking doing some weights while I'm fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm that's, just doing. That's the game. Uh, I had a I had my buddy uh, from Amarillo to show me that, but I think it's fun that's to play with him. Yeah, listeners, play that with your friends. It's, it's really fun. I'm going to remember that. It's also, a, it's also a great icebreaker on a first date, too. Yeah, that is actually, that's pretty good right there in case they don't know. Damn, well, now every girl I meet afterwards is going to be like that, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to play this with my girlfriend. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I don't have to be, yeah, before she hears this, this will be pretty cool. Girlfriend. Yeah, my hand. Ooh, girlfriend. <laughs> we have titles now. Yeah, time, time will do that to us. Well done, dude. Yeah, it's pretty good shit, dude. Well pretty fun. Well, what do you think, buddy? We wrap it up here? I think we do now. I think that was good, man. Yeah, I mean, uh... Again, please stream uh, Vacancy by Honeywire. Please, God, please um, stream it. <laughs> come out to the uh, Friday night uh, MySpace uh, record release party. It's going to be pretty fun. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Shwayze there. Shwayze is going to be opening up uh, for us. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Vitamin Water is sponsoring the event. be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Uh, any, any, anyone else I'm missing? Who else is uh, uh, going to thank you to? I think... Uh... Yeah, I mean, don't forget that all, if you want any more exclusive content from the two of us, you can find that patreon.com slash while you die. Which we'll get better and post some more on there. Um, we, we need to. It's <laughs> no, no, it's still cool, though. I mean, people are catching up. I forget people listen to things at their own pace. Like Cody, uh, you know, he was really, he finally listened to our last episode. He's like, hey, man, thanks for the shout out because of that bizarre music he sent us. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, I, because of him, I'm into Witch House now, which is really creepy and weird. I don't know how to describe. Very oh. haunting music. Witch House is sick. It's pretty cool. Pretty we, need cool. To get, uh, we need to get Justin back on soon, too. We need to check in with that dad. 
Yeah, dad life for him is pretty cool. Or I, 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 I don't know. I just said that. I guarantee you it's not cool. The man's exhausted and just needs a good hug. Yeah, I'm sure we could get him to sneak away for an hour. Even if he's holding memory foam, that's fine. That'd be cool. That That's, yeah, <laughs> fourth mic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, stream vacancy uh, today. Eh, today. Yeah, stream it today. <laughs> Stream it, yeah. As soon as you hear this, go to Spotify. Actually, they'll probably we we'll probably put a link on for it. Yeah, yeah. In the I, description, I put a link. maybe or something like uh, that. Watch, rewatch Paranormal Activity and get scared. Uh, continue listening to Modern Vampires of the City or any, any uh, uh, Vampire Weekend album. Honestly, there, there's different moods for each one. Yeah, don't forget to take I'll that say, time to yourself and listen to Hannah Hunt for a little bit. Yeah, Hannah Hunt from beginning to end. Uh, also. Uh, if you're interested in more, <laughs> if you're interested in some more extreme cinema, I look up a guy named Lucifer Valentine and go down that rabbit hole. It's that is nuts. such a sinister name, dude. No, I went down a rabbit hole of this shit the other day. It's yeah, this guy coined a new subgenre, vomit gore. It's he sounds very... Lucifer Valentine. Yeah, he directed this uh, vomit like gore a, trilogy. He sounds like a gothic porn star. I think that's where it started from. I think uh, there's not much online about him too much other than like, th- look at the synopsis of this movie, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Oh my uh, God. Angela Aberdeen is a teenage runaway that suffers from bulimia. In order to make ends meet, she begins working as a prostitute. As her bulimia worsens, Angela begins to experience a series of hallucinations where she experiences visions of deaths of her fellow strippers as various others. Then the second one, she goes to hell and she's just being like sexually tortured by two succubuses. And the third one's called, let me see, I don't want to get it wrong here. Black Mass of the Nazi Sex Wizard. Wizard, sorry. <laughs> I've seen a couple of scenes from these and they're very, like, they're shot like handheld and it's just a lot, like, it, it's, it makes you, like, grossed out like I, I i i don't know i can't find like the full cuts of these but the guy actually i heard these are kind of like edgy bullshit which what it seems like but there's another documentary he did called black metal veins look that up that looks nuts it's a documentary where he's just following a couple of heroin addicts it, it is it's crazy shit because it's real yeah well anyways happy halloween guys <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, I, dude, I will say I was in a very bummer mood when I first got on this call, but I'm feeling a whole lot better now. And I oh yeah, you should, man. Some Vampire you. Weekend, some good stories came out of this one. Good recommendations, music talk. I think this was a good one for sure, dude. Well, I love you, buddy. Have fun at work. Love you too, I'll man. Just start getting ready for we'll that. We'll do. And let's talk outside of the pod, like. Yeah, we will. We'll do that. Yeah, it's everybody. This is us catching up again. Well, there's like an hour before we record, but still like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We'll figure out the time zones. All right. Well, once again, here is Hannah Hunt by Vampire Weekend. And uh, life is short. So make the most of it while we die. Stunted.